Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here, and yay, you're back for another episode of Learning How to Think Better. Let's start off today with a quick review. This one was actually a comment made by Stephanie on Facebook. Um, She said this, I started listening to your podcast after your comment where I had posted a link to the podcast. Um, She says, I went through eight episodes already and I really love them. You give good explanations and you have a very energetic voice. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you, Stephanie. I love it. I am so thankful you're listening and enjoying these episodes. You guys, can I just tell you this? I just found this out today, yesterday, something like that. We are getting really close to a hundred thousand downloads. That is kind of blowing my mind. I started this project because I just felt like, oh my goodness, our world needs truth. These, this next generation has got to learn how to think well. They have to learn how to recognize truth, how to love God with their minds, how to love the truth. And this was my little contribution to the world to try to do that. And I'm so thankful that it's taking off, that it's, that it is resonating with you. So here's my ask. Okay. You ready? This is what I ask of you. Would you share the podcast with just one person. Just one person. There should be, wherever you're listening, there should be a little share button that you can hit and just send it to them and say, hey, I think you'd like this. That's it. That's all you got to do. That I would love that. That would help me. Thank you. I'm definitely going to celebrate when we hit 100,000 downloads. It's huge. Okay. Um, And I'll tell you what, guys, (laughs) the more I do this podcast, the more I am convinced about how necessary it is for us at this point in time, at this point in history, and for this next generation to learn these skills of good thinking, to be able to recognize error, and to learn to love God with their minds. And what does that mean? And I'm going to do an episode on that sometime here soon, how to love God with your mind and why it matters. But for now, I'm just so glad you are here and you are learning and you're growing. Um, I also want to thank our sponsors, Classical Classical Conversations. Sorry, I get going a little bit too fast there. Um, for supporting this show and also for helping our family to homeschool for 11 years now. Do you want to homeschool your kids, but you're worried that you'll have to do it alone? Well, you don't have to. If you join the thousands of people worldwide who have chosen to homeschool with Classical Conversations, it is a homeschooling program known for connecting lives through learning as well as providing a proven curriculum that's rooted in the classical model and a Christian worldview, Classical Conversations will connect you to a community of homeschool families near you who are all walking the same path together. You can learn more uh, by going and filling out the form at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons. That's G-I-B-B-E-N-S. Just fill out the form and you'll even get two free eBooks. Okay, if you hear whining in the background... That's my dog, Ted. He wants to go outside and he's letting me know. So we're going to ignore him. Okay, let's dive into today's new fallacy. It is called the psychologist's fallacy. So the psychologist's fallacy happens when a person who is 
observing an event assumes that the person actually experiencing that event has the same mindset, feelings, or reactions that they do. And this was first observed by a psychologist named William James back in the 19th century. He used this term when he became frustrated by his observation that psychologists would assume that the research participants' experience could and should be understood in terms of the readily available categories of the researcher. Not necessarily. They had to actually allow for the possibility that the research participants could have their own unique set of uh, categories or ideas or thoughts through which they were viewing their experience. Now, note, and you probably figured this out, it's not just psychologists who make this thinking error. We're all capable of falling prey to it. So let me give you an example um, of what this fallacy might sound like. So imagine Jenna says, whew, that mountain climb was really easy. I know my dad would have an easy time doing it as well. Okay, do you see the fallacy here? Just because Jenna subjectively, for her, thought the climb was easy, doesn't necessarily mean her dad would think the same thing. He may have a very different experience and opinion of the mountain climb. Now, of course, there are circumstances where this example would not be a fallacy. Let's suppose Jenna and her dad regularly go biking together and are pretty evenly matched in their hiking skills. Then Jenna is probably making an educated guess based on experience with her dad. And in that case, it wouldn't be a fallacy. Now, teens, you may have felt like your parents committed this fallacy with you at times. <laughs> oh, yes. Getting up in your kitchens today, folks. So the psychologist fallacy can happen when a parent assumes that their interpretation of their child's emotional state must be correct. Um, as a parent, we can look at our kids and think, oh, well, they're just upset because they failed their test <laughs> in school this week, or they're upset because they had a fight with their sibling. Maybe or maybe not. You don't know, right? We don't know. And it's not just parents to kids. This can happen in any relationship. I've definitely done this to my husband at times as well. And the problem with the thinking here with this fallacy is very simple. People assume that their subjective thoughts are an objective truth. In other words, they assume that just because they're thinking a certain way, that everyone else is thinking that way too. And of course, that's just not the case. We are not mind readers. It is incorrect to assume that your interpretation of an event is the correct or the only possible interpretation of that event. The truth is, if 100 different people witness the same event, it's possible for them to have 100 different opinions and interpretations of what happened and of what the people who are experiencing the event thought or felt or why they acted the way they did. Just because we think about things one, may, one way, does not mean the other people or person will. Okay, another example of this fallacy would be when people see someone who's broken down on the side of the road. A tendency for a lot of people to think, you know, is for them to think, oh, I'm sure somebody else is going to help them. After all, I would be happy to help them in that situation. But then they drive away without helping. <laughs> okay, so they're assuming that because they have good intention that somebody else will also have good intention and actually help. This is an actual real thing that happens, you guys. It has been called the bystander effect, and maybe we'll do a whole separate separate episode on this at one point. But it comes from an infamous murder that happened in New York, true story, and apparently dozens of people heard or witnessed a terrible attack on a woman, but none of them called the police because they all assumed somebody else already had done it or would do it. It's kind of crazy. So the question to ask yourself, if you think you're facing the psychologist fallacy, is this. Is it really true just because I think it's true? Or is that really what they're thinking just because that's what I would be thinking? 
Let me say it again. Is it really true just because I think it's true? Or is it really what they're thinking just because that's what I would be thinking? All right, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.